us into a little segment, Eric, I would like to call MTG Storytime. Oh, a little bit of Storytime? We were talking about these sets, Eric, but what the hell is actually happening in these sets? Do you know? Do you know where we're at? Do you know what's happening? Things are bad. See? Okay, that's all you know. Do you, like, am I going to actually teach you here? Like, how much do you know about the lore? Hit me, hit uh, me, hit me with it. Well, how, well, I'm curious, though. How much, have you been following it at all? I know that Phyrexia are the good guys. And they Nailed just it. want to help out pretty much everything. Yes. And we should just allow them. I mean, don't we? We're all missing something, right? We're Eric, all apart. Huh? I have a question. Are, like, are you complete? Complete. Exceed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no. Oil in your ears? Is this is that a Frexy symbol? <laughs> I thought I thought... Is that what what is that symbol carved into your head? <laughs> I have the exact number of loyalty is on the card, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the completed mechanic is an interesting way they went about that. Mm -hmm. But let's start, I guess, with the beginning of the year to kick off, I guess, the story arc, as it were, of this year. But of course, the Phyrexian story arc started with Scars of Mirrodin, and actually started way before that, because it started in Antiquities and whatnot. Of course, Urza blew them all up, <laughs> so, so it ended... Typical Urza. <laughs> yeah, so, so it ended their story arc, but then it began again with, uh, with Scars of Mirrodin, and then into New Phyrexia with their rebirth, and they kind of took over Mirrodin, corrupted it, and it became New Phyrexia. Uh, and then we kind of didn't hear about him again. <laughs> They're like, it's done now. Because we have the, uh, the you know, the Planeswalker squad. <laughs> yeah, basically. The, the, Everyone was like, all right, uh, we're going to just not go here anymore. And they did, and they just effed off. And then, like, we started getting trinklings of, like, the Phyrexians are coming back. At, when it started with Kaldheim, we saw Vorinclex randomly on Kaldheim. One of the pre- He was there to take from the world tree, the tree sap from the world tree. Reasons for that I'll explain in a bit. Slurp that shit up. After that happened, it was, like, weird, and then, like, we didn't see him again, because we were still completing a different story arc, I believe, at the time. I forget what. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah, this was... I think this was during, like, the break, because this was kind of post... Um, post War of the Spark, right? It was just... It was literally right after War of the Spark game. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were just like, okay, we're done with this. Like, we're, right, we're, they were, okay, we're just doing normal magic stuff now. Yeah, so they were starting to build the story, right? So they, they threw in little storylines here and there. But that's when we got, like, Strixhaven, and they were like, look, Liliana's living her best life after the War of the Spark yeah. ended. And that was, like, the whole reason we went there. There was no other reason. <laughs> yeah. They had they, they tied they, into the lore at all. Yeah, they had, uh, they were like, hey, like... Harry Potter's popular. This isn't <laughs> Harry Potter, of course, but <laughs> I heard from someone that like, yeah, like every set that they try and play off a specific like gimmick and theme that's popular has gone poorly. Like Harry Potter, they did Ixalan, which is supposed to be Pirates of the Caribbean, and it flopped. <laughs> like all the ones that they're trying to make a theme, it just like fail miserably. 
So it'd be interesting if they, I mean, they're doing Lord of the Rings later. Anyway, anyway, hold on. Let anyway, me continue. Fresh oh, for another second. Besides the point. Yeah, another second. Anyway, where was that? We, so we saw the Phyrexians in call time. They went away because that storyline hadn't really picked up yet. Uh, Kamigawa was the first time that we really picked that storyline back up. A full year after we had, like, they first dropped the inkling that they were, the Phyrexians were starting to do stuff, which yeah. was Warren Clex back in call time. And everyone so kind of knew this was coming. I think yeah. people kind of called that. It was weird post. that it took a year. You know what I mean? Like, it was like everyone's ready. Like, we all thought Jinka Texas is going to be on Strixhaven because they're going to they're gonna go right, right into yeah. it. Yeah, and, and it was did. like, oh, okay, it's, uh, it's fine. And then, yeah. Yeah. They, like, really slow rolled it. But then but then they quick rolled <laughs> They slow rolled it so until, like, bam, this year. Jinka Texas was, yeah, was Neon Destiny. That <laughs> every, every, there's one. Yeah, they just, they just went full on. So... Neon Dynasty comes out, and we're all kind of wondering, well, how in the heck does this play into this storyline? Because, like... It is like, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on here? This makes no sense. Like, you're you're just trying to play off the Kamigawa hype of, like, this was a set that all the current players are, like, really nostalgic over, so that's why you're doing it. No, it ended up being a really cool set. And the only reason they said that it was Kamigawa was actually way after the facts. They planned this whole set out, and then they were like, yeah, this could be on Kamigawa. So then they made it on Kamigawa. Like It, it did not have to be a Kamigawa set. And then they were just like, Our stockholders are demanding Kamigawa. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, we could just do it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what happened there was Jin Gataxis, uh took the reality chip and actually learned how to complete planeswalkers something that was thought to be impossible and this was important because because the writers were... haven't figured that out or yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway what happened on kamigawa the the beginning and end of it was that uh he jinkataxis basically completed tamio the wandering emperor then slew jinkataxis so jinkataxis is dead at the end of Kamigawa, she slays Jinka Texas. So he's oh. he's now gone. But Tamio was completed and escaped the plane, and they were like, oh god, we're in trouble. <laughs> so yep. they kind of uh, then show off the storyline going over to Streets of New Capenna, where we have our main character of Elspeth, who is out of her days. Remember, she had to escape the literal underworld of death. She is important because she was there during the main invasion the first time she mm -hmm. was a main player in the gate watch yeah uh, so they needed her or not no she wasn't in the gate watch no, not in the gate watch no but she was against the phyrexians so like she she's been involved with the phyrexians this whole time uh i don't know why else they showed the streets of new Capanda other than to say that halo was important but we have no idea why and the don't worry about it yeah, the Phyrexian in question on Capenna was then revealed to be Urbrask, who's a very interesting Phyrexian in his own right, because he's a defector. He, for some reason, is a good guy. <laughs> yeah, which it, yeah, and which is kind of unfortunate because Urbrask is sucks. <laughs> All of his iterations have been yeah. quite bad. Yeah, exactly. Comparatively to the other, Phyrexian, all the other ones, or other creators. Yeah, yeah, and his new card was just as bad. It was awful. It was actively awful. bad for you. Yeah, really, really crap card. Uh, but he was there studying, I guess, the effects of Halo for some reason. Again, we still don't know what it does. 
or why it's important. I'm sure it'll come up later. <laughs> but that's like, you know, they had their own little storyline between Bob Mosses or Bob Mob Bosses. Why can't I say Mob Bob Ross? Bob Bob Mosses, right? That had nothing else to do with the overarching storyline. Uh, they kind of call back to then Dominary United is the first time we really kick this into motion, this actual yeah, story. Yeah, everything else could be considered, like, like foreshadowing, or, like... Yeah, details. it was all just little droplets here and there, here and there, here and there. So, with Dominary United, Shouldred shows up and is like, we're gonna take over the world! And everyone was like, oh, that's what they're doing. Oh, <laughs> oh, I guess we should stop them. So, a full-out war breaks out. Uh, during Dominary United... Kind of all the planeswalkers gather together, and they're like, we should fight them, uh, while the whole war is going on. And they come up with a plan that doesn't really happen until the Brothers War, which is the reason for the Brothers War. And that was, the Brothers War is a look back into the past, performed by Teferi and Kaya, who sends Teferi's soul backwards in time, because... Kai is a soul planeswalker, and Teferi uh-huh. controls time, which yeah. means, of course, we can send your soul through time now. Kitty Pride from X-Men. Got it. And that's why the reality anchor is there, because that's anchoring Teferi's soul to reality. Obviously. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows. We all knew this, and they couldn't because this is a full fictional world. They couldn't be like, let's just take a look back. You know, they had to be like, no, it's Teferi. Teferi yeah. and Kaya. <sighs> And then made out and then just sent the reason they go back in time is to figure out how to make this Silex that Urza used to blow up all the Phyrexians because they are getting their asses handed to them on Dominaria. Whoa, they're getting their asses completed on Dominaria. Correct. A Johnny ends up being that he is a sleep sleeper agent Uh uh, because a Johnny went and saved Karn when Karn was captured, and of course Johnny was like, "I did it. I saved him, and nothing happened. I'm fine, guys." Yeah, they they you know completed yeah. in the meantime. <laughs> because that's how that happened. Yeah, because you know a Johnny got completed back then, and then Jinka Texas had to relearn how to complete it. A new Capenna. <laughs> no, he was dead. He's already dead. Exactly. Don't worry about that. Shouldred, Shouldred completed Johnny. Oh yeah, but uh-huh. it, right. So somehow like, the knowledge was, there was the there was millions of years where Shoulder was just like. No, I'm not going to tell Jigatex. I'll, I'll take care of that. <laughs> Jigatex, he's a little bit of a creep, so we're we're good. But, I mean, the Phyrexians do have, like, it's a weird thing, though, right? Because Shieldred wants to be in charge, but Elspeth, or not Elspeth, Elish Norn is in charge, and then like, they're all just kind of doing their own thing, and yeah. Vorinclex is just running around like a blabbering idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Vorkas is like, I'm the best I'm the best one of you all. <laughs> I'm super powerful. <laughs> Rawr. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's why we see the Brothers War. The Brothers War was something that we already knew about in lore. It was the fight between Ursha and Mishra. Mm-hmm. Uh, Urza and Mishra. And ended in the big explosion of Dominaria, which kind of laid it to waste until ice and that's how the ice age happened and that's when the ice age happened and then you know yada yada goes on from there anyway that's where we currently are at so here's the theories here's the stuff that hasn't happened yet hit me with it the reason vorinclex was on kaltan was to take the tree sap from the world tree Mm -hmm. because the phyrexians do not have the capability 
of planeswalking. They're Phyrexians. They're not planeswalkers. So they need a way to get from place to place. And I don't know. I have no idea how Vorinclex got there, by the way. I don't don't know that part. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know how Jinkataxis got to... Because it doesn't make sense to me. It's like, if they can't planeswalk, how the hell are they on different planes? How did they planeswalk? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, the whole point of this, though, is that they're trying to, like, gather the resources to open planar portals to all the different places. Yeah, I'm but assuming... clearly they already can, so I don't get what's happening. Because how did they yeah, get to like, Dominaria? I don't get right. it. I think, I could be wrong, but I think like planeswalkers have a spark in them. But there's, yes. I think there's other ways to get from plane to plane. Right, I mean, especially they have a card in Brothers original, War yeah. called Portal to Phyrexia. So there are exactly. portals. Yeah, that, because Phyrexia got to Mirrodin somehow. Right. So I'm assuming they did whatever they did. I know. But so then that doesn't make sense though. Why do they need this planeswalking to planeswalk? I don't buy the magic cards, okay? Just buy the magic cards. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think about it. Just buy it. Isn't isn't children great? Just buy children, okay? (laughs) Anyway, where where people are theorizing this uh, specific lore is going in purposes of magic time is that instead of planeswalkers being the focus, they're going to make legendary creatures the focus, which would make a lot of sense considering yeah. Commander is a it, thing. And, uh, yeah, and also there's like literally a rule about uniqueness of legendary creatures. Right. Like, I, obviously, it's not like, you know, different versions of legendary creatures. But in other words, it, but, what we've been doing so far is the planeswalkers have been dictating our story arc. Mm hmm. Like, we are, like, oh, we, we find Elspeth on New Capania, and the story continues, right? Instead, we'll be, like, let's follow Thalia on Innistrad, who right. then doesn't have to be on Innistrad finally anymore. Thalia can now go to Dominaria. And, and that's, pro- well, I don't, yeah, I don't think I like the characters leaving their planes, because usually they're, the, what makes them popular is their characteristics and their story within the planes that they that the right that the people who've done this have constructed. But yeah, exactly. Like the whole point is that it's a character. Like the right. fact that it's a card type planeswalker versus a card type creature really has no effect. And Eric, I don't think they're doing this if you like it or not. I think they want to make more money. Mm. <laughs> Wizards of Coast doing things to make more money. Is that a foreshadow of the next yeah, look to come? Right. Now, but that's... So there, we are all caught up with the magic lore of yore. But you, so you agree with that assessment, though? That's probably where they're heading. I mean, they, they've been printing legendaries up the freaking wazoo. Yeah, they have. It's been egregious. And I, I think that they realize that legendary creatures is where the money is made. If you, re, if you notice, like... Planeswalkers used to be like $20 cards, like, every time. Yeah, like, at least 10 Like, even the bad ones. Yeah, even the bad ones, right. They were mythic, and they're $10, yeah, every time. Now it's like, you know, Omnath is printed, and he's broken in Commander, so everyone freaking buys him. Yeah, I I think Wizards and the the, whoever was uh, lead game designer or whatever kind of realized that, like... Having a powerful creature that's just a regular non-legendary creature is not too different than having it have a proper noun name, 
and then being the same creature, but it's legendary. <laughs> yeah, right. They they invent like, a cool mechanic, and they're like, ah, but we could make him legendary. Right, like questing beast. Does it need to be legendary? Yes no. or no? I, I can't know. believe that's a legendary. It makes no sense. But you're so right. Yeah, questing beast is a perfect. Is it example. a legendary? Yeah, I decided. It is no straight up. That is a legendary creature. But yeah, exactly. It's just like that probably wasn't going to be a legendary creature, you know, five years ago or right. seven years ago or whatever. But like now, it's like it's a mythic creature that does a lot of stuff. Let's just make yeah, it legendary. Make it legendary. It's not going to. It's not going to affect constructed at all. So I mean, it, yeah, like, it does because it's a good card, but not as in like the legendary status doesn't affect it. Right, exactly. They probably think this card's so good that if you have two, if you have one of them and it survives, you're going to win the game anyway. But the uncommon ones are kind of interesting because it felt like they made the decision when they were trying to push like Popper Commander because they, right. there was a long time where they were just trying to push all these Commander variants just right. to sell other random cards like you know Tiny Leaders, Popper Commander, you know. The, the new one where you also have a spell. Um, oh, that one. Oh, God, yeah. I hated that one. That was, yeah, it was just like, okay, so now the game's just broken. Yeah, yeah. You just start with a Planeswalker or Creature and a spell. And a spell. It was so So it's just like, okay, now it's infinite combo time. I played, but, I think, two games of that, and I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever played. And in Commander, you only have one of everything anyway. So if a card's good, you're going to put it in your commander deck, and the legendary part of it does not matter. Doesn't matter, yeah, true. Unless you like do clones and stuff, but whatever. That that doesn't matter anyway. But exactly. So they're just like, okay, well, let's just make, if something is we think is good, or someone has a cool idea for a character, if it becomes popular, we'll make it a rare mythic in the next set. If it's not, whatever. No one gives right. a good. And that's how it will be until next year. <laughs> By the way, only podcast all year. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you in the next segment. Party on. Party on. <laughs>